Well, I am very thankful to have evangelist Paul Van Ray here. I had the privilege of meeting him when we were there several years ago for a conference up uh, near the Chin Hills in Myanmar and got to meet him when I was down in Yangon. And uh, my, what blessed fellowship we had. And uh, I am just so thankful uh, for his ministry. Uh, we've had him here for, to our church one time and he was a great blessing. A man of faith. Every time I read what God is doing, uh, this is a man that uh, is fearless when it comes to giving the glorious gospel. And we thought it would be great for you to hear from someone who uh, is right in the midst of uh, Acts level uh, situation and seeing God work. So Brother Paul, we're delighted to have you. May the Lord bless you. Hello, everyone. I'm so thrilled to be here. I can't wait my time to preach. <laughs> it looks like uh, most of the preachers have touched the subject on the power of the gospel, but no one could say, I have eaten meal already, next, the next day I would, not have, I would not have it. So the word of God is the same today and yesterday. And I'm very thankful to meet uh, my dear friend, John Van Gelderen. I wish Pastor Mike Reddick would be here. He is the one who did our wedding back in 2000 when I got married. And what was the year that you came the first time to Burma? It was early 2000. 2000, before I got married. Now things change. <laughs> and uh, I'm very pleased to meet uh, with, uh, I love evangelists, to meet evangelists. The first time I have seen Deb Young, I fell in love with him. <laughs> because it has to do with only the gospel. You know what makes me to know you? If there's no gospel, I would not be here. You know what makes you to come to this place? If there's no gospel, we have no reason to be here. We thank to God for the gospel. A lot of you hear a lot about Burma, 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 now Myanmar, though. But a lot of American people do not realize who came over to Burma back in 1813, brought the gospel, gave his life, lost his wife, hang upside down, translated the scripture into Burmese language, American. Know who's the name is? Good, you passed the exam. <laughs> if not, I'm ready to pack up and go. Thank you for sending missionary over to Myanmar. He brought the gospel. I can't imagine. He has been preaching. He was preaching, preaching. Six years, no convert. If I were him, I would leave. He, he carried on, continue on. Almost seven years, just one convert. Today, God is working in the midst of Buddhist community. 
He brought the gospel. I got saved. I am the heritage of American missionary. I will say I'm the product of American missionary. I, will, I may say after 100 generations, I would like to say when I get to heaven, thank you, Justin, coming to Burma. Thank you for giving your life. You know why I'm here? Because of the gospel. Why I'm alive? Because of the gospel. Why I'm here? Because of the gospel. Because of the gospel, I came to know John and Mike. And through that, I'm very glad to know your pastor. Even though I was not there all the time when you came over to conference in back in Galimio, I was in, out in the field. So I, usually I have no time to be with my brothers. My title in the Bible College in Myanmar is Vice President. But my brother make a joke. We have vice president who comes six months one time. He said, I meant. <laughs> you know, I, uh, Rebecca, uh, thank you for taking care of my niece. She emailed me. She said, Jim, preach exactly what you preach. Did you copy from him? <laughs> I don't know. But I believe we preach the same message. I'm so thrilled to be here, and uh, thank you for inviting me. When Mark Gilmore emailed me, would, would you please come 2010, uh, 2011? It has been a challenging year, 2011. I almost quit the ministry. I lost, we lost my brother-in-law, uh, my, my, my father-in-law, after that, we lost our dearly brother next to me. He wanted to be in the ministry. He was working in the field, cutting the bamboo. And the bamboo fell on the top of the electric wire, and he died. Just recently. Then, my mother-in-law passed away. Then back in April, my wife and I came back from the mission field. My wife was so excited. My wife, by the way, she's a very good educator, helping me in the mission field. She's having a ministry. She runs about 200 women, different parts of Myanmar. And we went there, and I went to pull out my wife to be with me all the time in the mission field, and we were planning, and we make a schedule. And the next day, I, I have an appointment with three pastors to go over and survey a new mission field. I said, please come to my brother Timothy's house. They were there the next morning. But we were driving, and we are also taking care of 35 orphans. I told my wife, let's go there and see and pray with them. And what is the Lord is doing there? I went to see them. My wife said, let's take rest. I know the consequences of disobedience to the wife. <laughs> 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 
We went there. We came back. Was driving. Small boy, 12 years old. He couldn't even ride a bicycle. Was riding a bicycle, run over a car. I thought we all dead. My, bro, um, my wife's left uh, hand, left hand was broken. And on the street, the boy was on the spot. Leg was broken. I called the police. Come and take me. They came. I was driving that car. All dust car, front, front one. I was put in lockup for three nights. And my brother came. Said, Paul, I love you. Satan hates. Satan will bring all these things to stop us from doing God's ministry. I almost quit the ministry. I thought I would be in jail. The boy was whether he would live or he would die. The situation. I pray. I call telephone 24 hours. By God's grace, he alive. When I received the next call to come here, that I received that moment, the case was over. And we are praying for this family. I almost quit the ministry and I told my wife, let me quit the ministry and become a taxi driver. Because I'm here because of the gospel. I am obligated to the gospel. Whether I like it or not, till I die, I committed my life already to God. Things will happen in your life, in my life. But just carry on. I don't know, Pastor, how many times I have. I have a long way to go. Maybe we have to go all the way up to dinner. <laughs> Let me a little bit share about myself. I'm from Burma, Paul Van Tre. American people have a hard time to pronounce. Like my friend said, Dutch name. <laughs> so you have to hire Dutch people to spell my name. Or I'm from Paul Van Tre from Burma. I was saved at the age of 13 years Back in 1986, that year, my brother and his friends were kicked out of liberal group. They're starting revival Baptist churches in, back in Myanmar. The battle was going on. I got saved that year. And I, I was baptized at the following year. And after that, I was trained. And I went to India in a Bible college called Calvary Baptist Bible College. One thing I hate is to be in the ministry. I like music. My plan and purpose and ambition is to become rock and roll star, long hair, play. <laughs> because I have seen my brothers, two brothers in the ministry with very difficult, they had no money and no way would live in very poor condition. I would say to myself, I would fight for this poverty become businessman by doing music or something like that. But my brother cheated me in a very good way. You know, he left my niece, Rebecca, and myself. And my mom passed away 
when I was one year and a half. But she did wonderful things. She dedicated all three brothers to me in the ministry. Two of them are the ministry already, but I was the only one left. My brother said, there was a Bible college, Calvary Baptist Bible College, run by Bobby Frank in India. They teach music. Would you like to go there? <laughs> that sounds good. I said, yeah, I, would, I want to go there. You know, my intention is to become a famous and learn this all music and something like that. I went there. It's very small Bible college. They rented the building near where they raised the cow. <laughs> we sleep near the cow. I heard a lot of noise in the night. No music teaching there. I was Christian backsliding at the time. I went to check on my life, and I took a guitar away from the Bible school. What's life? I don't understand what's life. What if I get BTS degree, what will I get? What profit will I get? Zero. What if I get even a PhD, THD, doctorate? What will I get? Zero. But the Lord brought a very hard question in my life. You should have died long ago. Who preserved your life when your mom died? The Holy Spirit gave me a verse, Bible verse from Philippians chapter 121. For to me, to live is Christ, and to die is gain. Hallelujah. At that day, I knelt down, and I committed myself to be in the hand of God, to be used by him. I was glad in that Bible, small Bible college. My principal, I'm very proud of him. He's very old now. He's Greek and Hebrew scholar. He knows the Bible very well. He, had, he took me to his missing field where is, we, we were driving the whole night. In the morning, 3 o'clock, we arrived there. We have small guitar, and he asked me to sing in Burmese. And the people come out there, what is going on here? We shouted with speaker. And he trained me the street, to be the street preacher. And the people came out, about hundreds. Paul, are you ready? Preach! My, what am I doing here? Are you ready, Paul? He said, preach. I was preaching there and people go say. What I learned in the class, very little. <laughs> what I learned in the street preaching, I learned much more. That, that thing planted and came my blood. The Lord gave me a burden back in Myanmar. Myanmar, the country, is a Buddhist, extreme Buddhist, very religious. If we compare, we can go by doing good works to heaven, the Buddhists will be there, number one. They are so good. Compared to Christians, we are not. They are so good. Whenever they have festival, they'll come and give. First, to the neighbor, to eat. What Christians do like? They are good, I mean. But they miss the whole point. 
They don't know Jesus Christ. They don't know the gospel. Who would carry the gospel to them? If I don't, they'll be in hell. The Lord gave me a big burden and I came back. 1997, my brother wanted me to take his position in the Bible college. There was a big argument. The Lord called me to be missionary. I said, I look up to you. I want you to go back to India. And I said, I have a call. Like Jonah. There will be consequences in my life if I don't obey it. I was preaching. I still remember in the Bible college there, back in Chin State. I preached from the book of Jonah. The consequences of disobedience to God. If I don't do it, there will be consequences in my life. My tears came out. I can never preach like that again. It was the working of the Holy Spirit. My brother got up. Now I know he had really called from God. Let him go. Where's the money? I just preserved little money. I didn't know about the Yangon, Yangon area. Yangon is a big city. But I came down by faith. Faith works. Faith really works. I told my brother, all these years, you helped me. I did not practice faith in the Bible college. Let me see and practice and taste in the ministry. I came down to Yangon. I didn't know anyone. But there was a lady right now in Florida. She's an engineer. She slapped the Lord dearly. said, come and stay at our home. So I stayed at her home. And I went to a doctor who is an uh, evangelist. I asked him, please show me where is the richest place, unrich, the most unrich place. I would like to go there and plant a church. He showed me two places. One is Xi'an State near China. One is Delta area near from Yangon. While I was talking, there was a lady came. Would you like to go? I'm from Delta area. I said, yeah. I followed there. Stay there four years. The Lord helped me within four years to start four churches and train young people from there. And right now, today, we are, the Lord helped us to start 36 independent Baptist churches. And we are partnering with 65 pastors and missionaries. Thank God for that. This is not what I'm doing. This is God's doing this is God's doing. We are in his hand. We are obey his word. We go it. God do it. God does it. So, when Pastor Kirimbo invited me, like the glorious, the glorious gospel conference, this is my team. I'm very excited to be here. If we preach on, it will never end. Because why? Until we die, we have to do it. Until we die, we have to do it. Not only in the conference, out of the conference, in the street corner, we have to bring the gospel. If we don't do it, one day we have to keep an account for God. Let's come back to our notes here. Power of the gospel. 
Romans 1.16. I have two parts this morning. One is just to go quickly as lecture preaching. And the second one is what I'm doing is preach money. Sharing testimony and preach. That's called preach money. <laughs> so please be with me and I will read Rome, Romans 1.16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation. To everyone that believeth, to the Jews first, and also to the Greek. If I read my own Bible, to American first, all the way to Myanmar, Burma. Matthew 16, 18, And I say unto thee, thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Let's pray, Lord Jesus. We look unto thee at this moment. I know that the people in Burma are praying for this conference. Not only that the people who are here all over the world in America, they are praying for this conference. I pray that you speak to each one of us. Not only hearing, but we might do and we might apply in our heart. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, today, the preaching of the gospel has no more place in many churches around the world. Especially in Burma, I'm very sad to tell to you that Burma, 1813, a son came and he ministered in Burma. After seven years, he had one convert. And after that, the Lord really blessed and he trained current people and he sent all over states and divisions. The Lord blessed their ministry is growing and they started even theological school. And Justin started even university. It's overall. I can't imagine he's so master in Burmese language. You know, just recent years, Burmese who are good in writing and who are good in Burmese native speaker would like to change his Bible. In fact, they printed their own Bible, but no people would not buy. They prefer Justin. A lot of writers say that he is so masters so that he is even better than native speaker. You know, when you are committed yourself, God gives you ability to do that. Ability would not come before you commit yourself. He committed himself to be evangelist, to be a, a preacher in Burma, God gives him ability. If God calls me to be in Japan, God, give me, God would give me a language. You know, I didn't know Burmese language when God called me. I, I'm Chin. I would rather speak English better than Burmese. Still, I'm learning. I cry to God, Lord, why you send me in a desert area, a difficult area, what they have is, the best house they have is a bamboo house. If you are Pentecostal shouting and like the house will fall. <laughs> they live in a very poor condition. The water will come up here. No restroom. No drinking water. 
You carry that drinking water for everything, for cooking. I told Lord, why you send me in the wrong place? <laughs> I was crying. But the Lord gave me ability to stay. I remember what Paul suffered. When I am in the muddy place, I, I brought a tie like that. I didn't use, no need. <laughs> muddy place, but the Lord put me there. Like just son, the Lord put him there. Because of the gospel. But today in Myanmar, it's very sad to say that sometime back in the 19th century, I don't remember the year, the split of Northern Baptist Convention and Southern Baptist Convention in America. The Northern Baptist, just some sending church became Northern Baptist Convention. After he died, they owned Burma. Satan is very quick. We are fighting and we are in the battle, folks, today. We are going to fight for the whole world with this problem. So-called Myanmar Baptist Convention. No longer Baptist. Be careful when you say Baptist. You have to ask one question. What kind of Baptist? So it's become so liberal and all the states and all the divisions, they are under Myanmar Baptist Convention. So liberal. They don't preach the gospel anymore. You know what they preach? They would bring all the pastors and they would teach how to raise pig. How to raise chicken. How to do plantation. Unless we have development, there's no spirituality. This is the thing they are teaching. You know, all this thing came from where? America. America. The preacher and their, their, their pastor would come to America and study in Princeton Theological Seminary recognition, the most highest degree. Let me tell you. They dress nicely with a PhD they come. Where they go? Hell. With a degree. You know what they teach? If you want to get saved, give more money. Come. It's very sad in Korean Baptist, Korean Baptist Convention. And we have reason have I just before before I just came here, we have a problem with one of our one of our missionary training who attended and he wanted to kill one of the pastors, in fact. He's a bad guy. Big. He joined our missionary training and I, I almost kicked him out for three three times. But the Lord changed him. He got saved right there in our training. But the Lord used him mightily. The Lord used him mightily in the field. He preached the gospel to his current people who are Baptists, who, are, who have never had the gospel. He preached every night, 70 to 60, 60 to 70, come. We were planning to send him to one of the fields as missionary. He said, don't go there. If you go there, who would feed us? We sent over three pastors to help us. You know, if they are Christians, they come to the church. The pastor will collect the money to, before they participate lost table. 500 years. This goes to the pocket. So the preaching of the gospel has no more place. 
I'm afraid even in fundamental Baptist churches, the prison of God will go off. It's coming in. Satan is wise. It's coming into churches. It's marching into churches. No more preaching gospel. No more preaching of the gospel. If you don't preach the gospel, don't start a church. You cannot start a church without the preaching of the gospel. We ought to preach. But very sad. Today, many churches, in, even in Burma, they will preach, oh, when I went to America, so and so, I went there and so and that thing, and Mr. So and so, and these things and that thing. Jokes, entertainment. Be careful when you are just become a part of entertainment. It's no different than the bird. We ought to be careful and concentrate upon the word of God. You know, the power of the gospel is based on the attributes of God. I'm not going to read. I hate reading, of course, <laughs> except for lecturing and uh, teaching in the class. But I'll just go quickly. It is based on the, the attributes of God. God is, or God only is, the most powerful God. You know, when we preach the gospel, you know what, where our source of the gospel, uh, the power comes from? From God. When he created the world, he just spoke it. Is it? We are serving a God who owns heaven and earth. We are doing his ministry, his word. We are just proclaimer. He is the soul winner. Sometimes I'm afraid when we say soul winner, I would rather say we are proclaimer. He is a soul winner. We go hand in hand. So he is so powerful, his power is unlimited. We human beings, sometimes we tend like we have so power, you know, we tend like, oh, it looks like we will never die. Those who are fighting, oh, I'm so strong. I have a guy who knows quality and, you know, and said, I'm so strong, but he came to America and died. Very sad. Sometimes we act like we don't need God. Sometimes I tend to do, to preach the gospel in a Myanmar way and learning a Buddhist way. Because one guy said, Paul, if you are going to reach the Buddhist people, we need to learn much more about Buddhism. Without that, you cannot reach. I try. I fail. The more I try, the more I fail. I stop. The Lord taught me. This is God's work. Just preach the gospel. <laughs> Just preach the gospel. Don't do what, what God, don't do. Don't try, don't try to put yourself in God's business. It is God's business. Sometimes, you know, what I was preaching and in a way that I can, I thought I would convince the sinners in a very effective way, but I failed. It is only God because here it says, God is our power, 2 Samuel 22, 33. God is my strength and power. He make it my way perfect. And also God gives power to the faint. He gives power to the faint, to them that have no might. I have no might. God is giving me power. God is the source of my power. In our preaching of the gospel, God is the source of our power. 
and God, when the power belongs to God alone, and God is the world by His power. You know, for those who are saved, it is what? The power of God. It's not our power. It is the power of God. Do you realize that? It's not you that who changed people's lives. It's not our business. Our business is what? Just go. Open your mouth. That's it. But sometimes, humanly speaking, when I teach the Buddhist people, I want to see right there, God say, oh, good, it feeds me. But you cannot expect that you plant some seed and wait 24 hours. Sometimes it may be, it may be, when you get to heaven, you realize, thank you for bringing the gospel. You know, I'm going to say, you may not realize how God is in Burma. At least five people got saved. John, from this, we translate it into Falam. I just formatted. My brother said, we need to print more. He received a letter by reading this small booklet. Five chim people could say. It is not his doing. It is God's doing. It is the power of God. Our duty is just to write more books, just to keep more tracks, just to open more. You know, we talk, 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 talk. Let's talk about the gospel. We like to have fellowship, talk, 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 talk. Let's talk about the gospel. Wherever you go, God will bless that because it is the power of God. Let's go quickly to the second one. It is based, the power of the gospel is based on the authority of Christ. When Jesus Christ said, Matthew 28, 18, Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is what? Given unto me in heaven and in earth. You know, when we go, we go with the authority of Jesus Christ. Amen? A lot of people ask me, liberal, liberal convention, Paul, who sent you? I said, who owns heaven and earth? Send me here. Because in Burma, if you go and preach, you have a license. From what Bible college? Is it from Sarampur or Princeton Theological Seminary? Without that, you cannot preach. But I go with the authority of Jesus Christ. He said, go into all the world. Christ said, no man take it from me, but I lay it down, and I have power to lay it down, and I have power to take it again. And this commandment have I received of my Father. Christ sent us out with his authority. He has authority. And Christ he has a power to forgive sins. And I'm not going to read the scripture anymore. And B, and Christ confirmed the certain coming of the power of the Holy Spirit. He said, verse Acts 1.8, and you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. You know that already. He promised. I'm going to concentrate more on three. It's not only based on the authority of Jesus Christ. It is based on also the word of God. 
It is, the Bible says it's converting soul. Psalm 119.7. The law of the Lord is perfect and converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. You know, making wise the simple. They used to say, when you go saved, you already obtained BA degree. Born again. The Lord making us wise. Thank you. Let me tell you, one of our missionaries, when he speaks, he's tumbling, or what you say, slow. He would just say, Lord, Lord. It's very hard to listen. But he is despised by a lot of people. He is the most, one of the most great soul winners in our ministry. He win many souls to the Lord. He go out knocking the doors and sit down, make friendship, just share the simple gospel of Jesus Christ. And people could say, I asked the people who got saved, do you understand? Are you sure you got saved? <laughs> they, what, what they told me, when he was preaching, we understand, but after born again, we come to the church, we don't understand him anymore. It is amazing. And again, one brother who is just a carpenter, he walks in when we build the, the, the Bible school building. At that time, he shared the word of God, preaching, continuing on. My brother looked at him, this guy, we need to get him. I was looking down, ah, I don't think so. I don't think the Lord will use him. But recently, a professional lawyer, very famous, he was very upset with all ritualism, all Buddhism. He was very upset and walking on the street, met our missionary, share the gospel of Jesus Christ. He could say, It is not his doing, it is God's doing. The word of God is powerful. We see here how powerful it is. It is profitable. Isaiah 55 11 said, so shall my word that goeth forth out of my mouth, it shall not return unto me, what? Void. But it shall accomplish that which I please. It shall prosper in the things where I, who sent it? He said, I sent it. It's not you. Sometimes we place ourselves, I sent it. But we fail. God is the one who sent it. And it is, the word of God is what? Eternal life. And we see before, uh, before that, and all scripture given by inspiration of God, profitable doctrine for it, proof for correction, for instruction in, right, in righteousness. And it's the, it is what? Eternal word. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word, what? Shall not pass away. It's proven. Every single word of God will not pass away. And... First Peter 1, being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of what? Incorruptible by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. And it also provides what? Freedom, by the way. Thank you. The true democracy is found only in Jesus Christ. Myanmar is so-called dictatorship. Now, Myanmar, we have a new president making friendship with Obama. 
just recently, uh, Hillary uh, Clinton came over to Burma. So-called democracy. I don't know what it will like. What I'm saying to you is, people are expecting true democracy, true liberty. But let me tell you, we have true liberty in Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen? Our liberty is in heaven. We have forever, we'll be in heaven forever from the boundaries of sin. It's the only remedy is what? The gospel. Nothing else. You may ask me how you, we have Buddhist monk people called safe. How we do it? People ask me, Paul, one day a preacher asked me, Paul, how you do it? Please tell me. I want to witness in a way that people will get saved. I said, preach the word of God. Believe it. Walk by. Preach it. Do you really believe when you give track? Or you give it just as a duty? Before you give track, pray. God will prepare a hungry you know who go first? The Holy Spirit go first before you go. Before we even go, even the Holy Spirit prepared already, we have a Buddhist monk who got, who got saved and he said he was very upset with his religion whenever he just trying to do good meditation. If, if anything bite, insect bite, you are not supposed to kill any. But he said, in front of people, I was pretending. But when they are gone, what I do? Mosquito bite, I kill. <laughs> I kill. And one thing he told me, whenever I try to do good, I remember the day I was fighting with my friend. That is in my mind. I said, I give up all these things. I asked my master, I said, Master, can we really get to heaven by doing good works? His master said, I am not sure. He became a fisherman. We were having a crusade, gospel crusade. And he said, he was selling fish. I asked him, would you please come and join us? We preached the gospel and he got saved. Today he's a pastor. This is not my doing. It is the word of God that pures in his heart. Lot of things happening. I can tell you that in our ministry. Time is quick. I need to go quick. And also, the word of God is quick and powerful. The word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than the two eggs. Sure, piercing even the diving, uh, dividing asunder of soul and spirit, and of the joint and the marrow, and is the center of the thoughts and intents of the heart. And the word of God is also what? A devouring fire. I'll not read it. You can read it. And also a breaking hammer. Let's pray. Lord, break me. Lord, break me today. There is something very fleshy. I am so fleshy. Please break me. It's the word of God can break you. Do you believe that? Do you believe your Bible? It can break you today. Lord, bring me into pieces. 
it is the word of God that breaks and changes people's lives. And it is also transforming life. It is a wonderful thing I'll tell you here, you can read it. His name is called Peter. He was palm reader for June Taylor. He earned money by doing that and he supported his family. And he was a very extreme communist leader. And later on, he changed to extreme Buddhist. And he was looking for true peace. He couldn't find. And he became a writer, good, very good writer, magazine writer. He couldn't find any peace. He was very upset with all these things. Lastly, he did what? Fortune Taylor. Come, I'll tell you, when are you going to die? Who, whom are you going to marry? It's good, huh? Sounds good. In Burma, they, they, they do by doing, uh, they earn money by telling Fortune Taylor. And one day he met our missionary, Richard, on the way. He was sharing the simple gospel of salvation. He could say, God changed his life. Right now, he is a pastor. Who did that? It is God. Who did that? The word of God is so powerful. Because the Bible says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new what? Creature. All things are passed away. This Peter, after he got saved, he burned all his book, like the book of Acts. I'm not going to read that. And what happened? The missionary called me, Paul, I have a man who got saved. He burned all the books. And the next day, they have no food to eat. He called me, I'm in trouble. He had children. We took two children at our children's home. And we gathered some money sent over to help for their food. And the next year, he joined our training for three years. He finished, he graduated. He is now reaching to his own people. You know, the first time he told me, Paul, I wanted to teach the basic doctrine of Buddhism, and would you please allow me? I said, no. This Peter. He wanted to teach the basic Buddhism so that they can, when they pray in the gospel, it would be more easier to convince the people that they are sinners. I said, no, you are not allowed. Not in the class, you may tell them. He went back and tried to convince with his own expertise because he knows so much about Buddhism. He didn't get none. This year he told me, Paul, you are right. I was wrong. I was trying to convince by my knowledge, but I failed. Now he knelt down and trust the word of God, trust complete salvation and the complete gospel, live on that, people go say. It is not us, folks. God has given us tools. Given us tools. And also, the, third, the fourth one, it is based on what? The Holy Spirit. I'm not going to talk much about We all know that. I'm going to read. I'm, the Holy Spirit is leading. And Ezekiel chapter 2, I want to read this one. The Spirit entered into me, 
when he spake unto me, and set me upon my feet, and I heard him that spake unto me. Here, when we look at enter in the Hebrew, come in to lead. The Holy Spirit is the one who is leading us. You know, when we preach, we say that our source is based on God, the power of God, and the authority of Jesus Christ, and also based on the word of God, and also the Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit is what? Leading? The Holy Spirit is providing the skill. Even when they build, and He's very exact, God said, even the inches but how they do that? God gave skill. When you are in the ministry, how to reach Buddhist people, if you go, as you preach, God will give you skills. But this, this skill you can never learn in the Bible college. You ought to go in the field. You cannot learn many things in the Bible college. We have a Bible college, bunch of graduates, but when they go to the field, they cannot preach. They are trying to teach theology. Cannot do that. Theology would not save. Teaching. But preaching of the simple gospel is saving. And the Holy Spirit is feeling believer. We know that we all, uh, when they are filled with the Holy Spirit, they speak with tongues. And also, here, D, I would like to emphasize true, true feeling result in what? Witnessing body. If a person says he is filled with the Holy Spirit, if he is not witnessing, that means he is not filled with the Holy Spirit. A person in the Bible who a person is filled with the Holy Spirit, it results in what? Witnessing. It should result in witnessing. A lot of people say in Burma, I'm filled with the Holy Spirit. They just stay in the house, never preach. They pretend to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Sometimes when you go out and preach the gospel, as you go, the Holy Spirit is filling you, filling the gap. People said they are teaching how to walk a Christian life. It's simple. Go into all over the world. How long it take for you to go? People said, oh, I can pray for you from behind. Sometimes, God chose the one who prayed. My brother prayed for a person to translate Falam Bible. But the Lord said, you are the one. Don't pray for others. Now he is translating Falam Bible. He said, you are the one. Sometimes you pray, Lord, send others. When you pray, God may speak to you. You may be the one. The answer is right here. It's a matter it depends on how we apply our life to God. And feeling is a command to believers. And also the Holy Spirit, I'm, I'm skip out some, and I'm in verse, uh, page 144. And the Holy Spirit empowers the believer. The Holy Spirit empowers the believer. I would like to give illustration from my life. The first thing ever happened in my life, Back in 2006, we were having a group in Christmas soul winning. While I was teaching and preaching the gospel to at least 60 
no Christian Buddhist people. You know how they do evangelism in Burma? The Burmese people are eater. So in Christmas, we take a chance witnessing and we provide good meal. But we have a rule. If you eat, stay. <laughs> we do for two days every year. 2011, the Lord has given us 98 people got saved. And 15 people took baptism. Started four churches in a new field. So we provide food just like Jesus Christ. Where he was preaching and five thousand he had to feed. Disciples said, send them home. But Christ, they listen. Must provide. So we make a rule to the Burmese people. If you eat, stay. We teach from 8 o'clock to 4.30. Two days. Like that the Lord has been blessing and we are starting 36 local churches. And while I was teaching there, all men, about 85 years old men, he's full with demonic power. He came and challenged me. Your God is not as powerful as I am. He tried to distract the people from listening to the gospel that was being preached. And I have to, he stopped me. He's so powerful that he make iron, real iron, into real gold. He make money all of that. He came to me, he came up and just grabbed my hand. Wow, I was in trouble. If there's a flight, if there's an American flight, I would hire and fly away. I told to the Lord, Lord, if you don't help me, I have no power to overcome this man. Give me a victory. I pray in my heart. He said, I'm going to show all this. Make it come here. He did that. He showed all. I pray, Lord, help me. He just grabbed my hand. He grabbed his hand. He couldn't do that. He was sure. It is God who helped me. It's not me. I have no power. It is what? The power of the Holy Spirit. Then I preached to him. If you don't receive Jesus Christ, you will go to hell. I was so tired. We have a Buddhist man and who is a preacher. Please come and help me. He preached on this Buddhism who God said, the Buddhist monk, before he was Buddhist monk, now a preacher, he said, I used to do all these things. It's nothing to Jesus. Now, at that place, we started a church already. They are going to support one missionary. God is doing. So it is based on the work of the Holy Spirit. And also, I would like to go ahead here and uh, the gospel. The power of the gospel is also based on the gospel itself. Because the gospel itself we see here, 1 Corinthians 15, 4. And he was buried and he rose again the third day, according to the scripture. It's based on the gospel itself. So, I would like to jump over and read to you from the Bible. If you please come with me, just 
Do I have time yet? Your Bible. I would like to conclude with this three I am that the Lord has been speaking to me every day. Romans chapter 1, verse 14 to 16. Paul said, I am debtable to the Greeks and to the barbarians, to the wise and to the unwise. So as much as me is, I am ready to preach the gospel to you that are at Rome also. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. It is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believe it, to the Jews first and also to the Greeks. Paul said, three I am. I would like to conclude with this I am. Number one, he said what? Paul said, I am. I am debtor. How many of you have a debtor in your life? In America, I know that if you want to build a house, you have no money, you take from the bank. <laughs> you ought to give it back. You know that you owe the money. But how about the gospel? Christ paid the price. We don't realize a lot of times, we forget about, yeah, by grace you are saved through faith. Very good. It sounds good. I'm in heaven. That's, that's it. But you don't realize you owe to the gospel. God gave you freely so that you can give it to others. Don't hold it back. Don't hold it back in your hand. Just give it away. Paul said, I am debtor. But to the Greek. And he said, I am continue sorrowful in my heart. I am sorrowful because of my people. I wish I'd be a curse. I don't think Paul could sleep every in his day. He was so burdened for his people. How many of you are so burdened for Americans? You know, let me tell you, how many of people are dying in the world today? Do you know that? You know how many people are in the world today? Seven billion. Out of seven billion, one minute, 277 are born. One in one minute. They are born. 267 born. You know how many people died? 108 died. And also within a day, a day, in one day, 384 are born. But in a day, 156 are dying. And in a year, 140.4 million are born. In a year. It's the latest news. And 56.7 are dying. Million are dying. Let's come to America. How many population in America, by the way? You know that? Three, 300 million. You know how many are Christian? 67, 66.5 are Christian, so-called. I don't know how many would be born again believers. And let us come to Wisconsin. How many population? 56. Yes. And how many are in this town? Milwaukee. Am I right? Milwaukee? 
37,000 or million. But how we owe to the gospel to these people. We owe to, we are obligated to tell them about God loves you. God loves you. You are on the way, they are on the way to hell. We have to tell them, no. No. Think about a young man going toward to the ocean. Would you let it go and watch? Oh, nice. Let me teach you how to swim. Would you sit there simply? We are obligated to the gospel. Because the Bible says we are created in Christ. What? To do good work. We are ordained to do good works. We forget sometimes. Only by grace you are saved. Don't forget, we are created in Christ Jesus. It's not the job of only pastors. It's not the job of only evangelists. I thought like this so before. But we all believers are called. But a lot of students, they would come to me. I would ask them to our Bible students, what are you going to do? I don't know. I'm praying about the will of God. Let me show the will of God. Stand right there. Can you walk? Yeah. Can you open your mouth? That's it. Because God is not willing any man to be what? Perish. Do you believe the Bible, Dad? Do you know the will of God, Dad? Is that? How many years you have to wait to find the will of God? Go ahead. Go ahead. Because the Bible says go. If we don't go, that means we are sinning against God. We are debtor but to the grave. In Burma, we are 89 million. I'm so much burdened, sometimes I couldn't sleep. My wife thought sometimes I was angry with her in the night. I say, oh, I turned aside. I turned aside. My wife said, what's wrong with you? <laughs> How can we reach? But we have a bunch of Bible students. I'm not against, by the way, Pastor. I like the name of Bible College Ministry. I thought I would name it, but you got first. <laughs> a lot of Bible college, a bunch of Bible college, 125 Bible college in Yangon, every year there will be a thousand graduating. I'm sad. Why? Where are they in the field? Let me tell you, I'm so lonely in the field in the year 1997. But today I have a partner. God gave me a partner. Thank you for that. They are creating every year. Where are they? I was teaching four master students. I gave them assignment. You must make a research work. Why in Myanmar the students are not in the ministry? Number one. Number two. Is it the fault of the parents? Is it the fault of their pastors? Is it the fault of the professors? Or is it the fault of the Bible college? They are not giving me back yet. <laughs> I'm waiting. <laughs> Whose fault is this? Say, it is my fault. I am debtor. Can you put your name, I, in your Paul Van Ray's debtor? Just put your name. 
And the second thing he said, I am what? Ready. It has to do with what? Readiness. Available. A lot of times we are available to go to McDonald's. <laughs> a lot of times we have to go, we have available to go to what? Appointment with my friends, our friends. How about your appointment with the gospel? How about your appointment with the gospel? When is your appointment with the gospel? What are you going to do? There are students, if you are Bible students, let me tell you, if you don't do God's ministry while you are in the Bible college, you will never do when you get out of the Bible college. Thank God, pastor, you name it Bible College of Ministry. A college will be under the local church. A lot of times, the, the, the Bible college more bigger and we stand on the churches. That's why we are suffering. The people are dying and going to hell. I just mentioned about now we are 7 billion in the world. It's more to come. How can we reach? Let's hold our hand together. Together we can reach the world. Just say three I am. I am debtor. If you know that you are debtor, say I am ready. Can you say I am ready? How many of you are ready today? Are you ready to share right now? If you exist, every time you say I am, do you exist? Are you breathing? <laughs> Make sure you are alive. <laughs> if you know that you are alive, God has given us eternal life so that we might give it to others. A lot of times, we believers, we are so selfish. You know what will happen? I just want to read the book of Ezekiel, chapter 4, chapter 2. Here, and it came to pass at the end of seven days, and the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, I have made thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore, hear the word of my mouth and my mouth, and give them a warning from me. When we preach the gospel, we are not preaching only the good news, it carries bad news. A lot of times I go there and we preach to Burmese people. Or sometimes we have, you know, by the way, two days we teach, and the next day, what we do? Crowd people, we open for concert. We have about sometimes 3,000. I love to preach on the street, open their preach. I will preach and go to them. I said, you may hate me, but when you go to hell, you will remember a fellow named by Paul is preaching. Why I didn't receive at that time? It's too late. Let me tell you, if we don't do God's ministry right now, it will be too late like my brother who passed away. He wanted to be in the ministry. Now he's in heaven. We can only do God's ministry on earth. It will be too late to do God's ministry when we get to heaven. We have time. Why don't we say, I am ready. And the third thing. Here, I just want to say. What? Here, I just want to say here. His blood will require at thy hand. God said, if you don't preach, if you don't give a warning, I would, one thing I would ask you, I would require the blood in whose hand? Others' hands? Pastors' hands? Whose hand? In my, God is going to ask everyone. 
What have you done with your salvation? What have you done with the free salvation that I gave you? How did you respond? What have you done with your salvation? A lot of Christians are sleeping. I call it sleepy Christian. Every time sleeping, spiritually. They are blinded by Satan. They don't see the great need. I say, whenever I preach, preach, open your window and see. Don't say four months. It's plenteous right here. God is. And the third thing is, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. A lot of times in the Buddhist world, I'm ashamed. They would ask me, what have you done? What are you doing? Oh, I am an English teacher. I'm ashamed. Are you ashamed sometimes to give tracts? Yeah. Are you ashamed to carry a Bible? Yes. We are not ashamed in, inside the building. We are ashamed outside. Paul just said, they must have forsaken me. A lot of pastors will forsake you. A lot of preachers will forsake you. Like, can you say like Joshua? As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. I don't care about others. Care about yourself. How would you respond to the gospel? Time is late now. And I, would just, I, I just want to give illustration. This is a picture of elephant. Let me ask you, how can we eat by yourself this elephant? Can you give me an answer? Which way? This way? How can you eat big elephant? Can you give me the answer? God said, go into what? All the world. I picture like elephant. How can we bite? At one time? How can we do that? Let me tell you, by holding our hands together. One person will be that side. One person will be that side. One person will be on top. One person will be on this. One person will be this. It is possible when believers say, I am ready. But this thing will not be happen until and unless we all believers are ready. Let's bite. Turn the world upside down. If it's not possible, God will not say, Jesus Christ will not say, go into all the world. You should be witnesses from where? Jerusalem. Let me ask you, where is your Jerusalem? Right here. In Wisconsin. In Maine, I was talking to Leah's father. In Maine, it says so hard. It's, it's hard. It's hard. But God is going to help you to finish and eat it up. <laughs> Just think about David, how he, how he was fighting Goliath. He did not say, oh, he is too young. He is too high. He disbelieved. 100%. God. God is fighting the battle. God is, God is going to fight the world for us. Amen? We just have to stand and go have a vision.
for that, I just want to please come. And he's going to carry the candle. Here is the thing. Yes. You ready? This is what it's going to be. There is the whole world. How we can win. I alone cannot do. The pastor alone cannot do. He will feel so lonely. Dr. Jim cannot do by himself. All believers who are here have to hold our hands together like this, this whole, as we go together, carry the light. Amen? We go with the power of God and also what? It's based on the power of God, the attribute of God. It's based on the, the authority of Jesus Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit. And the gospel itself is power. It is God is doing that. Who is going to carry the light? Say, I am going to carry the light. The question is, who is going to carry the light? Just son, just one man, came over to Burma. Today, there are lots of churches. Because of his caring. Because I am here. Because of him. Why not carry the light into darkness? It's very simple. You don't need to learn theology. You don't need to be a doctor. You don't need to be THN. Just give yourself, throw yourself to God. Thank you. What we do, holding, holding for what? The word of life. Philippians says, holding for together. If you don't hold it, you will fall. Let it fall or hold it until you die. It's the choice is yours. The choice is yours. God is not going to ask you, force you. But only one thing. You have to give an account before God. One question. Please try to answer. I'll give you an assignment. What have you done with your salvation? God is going to ask you. The Lord Jesus Christ is going to ask you. I'm praying for more persecution in Myanmar. I'm sad so-called democracy we have. If you read the illustration, Sri Lanka, great revival in some place, Colombia. They give their life. The more we have persecution. You know, this is my prophecy. If the church, the Christian is going to persecute Christians, this is what I believe in the, in, in, the, in the days to come. We may, you may have to face persecution in America too. It sounds to me like that. Because I have seen and I sense like that. You know who will persecute? So-called Christian. And you have no right to preach in the school. You have no right to pray. It's coming. Satan is going to push the burden and try to control with technology and all these things. But Paul says at the last moment, uh, I, I just want to read in this, I, I would hand it over to the pastor. He says, 
For whether we live, we live unto the Lord. And whether we die, we die unto the Lord. Whether we live, therefore, we die. We are the Lord's. Whether we die or live, hold our hands together. Together we can win America. We can win all over the world. Thank God for this Bible college and going for other countries. I heard that also today about 1,000 American missionaries are returning back home. Once upon a time, there was 100,000 missionaries all over the world from America. They are returning back every day. But let us go. No return. Let's go. Believing the glorious gospel, which is the powerful word of God. May God bless you. And I would like to request at last, and Pastor Mark Gilmore, did you arrange for me to sing that song? There is called, Have I Done My Best for Jesus? God would ask you only your first best. God wants only first best, not the second best. So what have you done? Have you done first best? <laughs>